This is The Internship Show, where we interview heads of internship programs from the top companies in the world to learn more about what it means to be an intern for them and how to get hired. I'm Parker Pell, and on today's episode, we speak with Chip Teresi from Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. Chip has been on the Royal Caribbean Cruises for three and a half years and oversees their university relations and recruiting efforts. Royal Caribbean typically hosts around 100 summer interns in their corporate HQ in Miami and recruits just about any type of background for the early talent openings. Chip lives in Miami, but is originally from Chicago with prior work experience in IT and executive recruitment. Chip, thanks for taking the time today. Awesome, Parker. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be on the call today. Hope you uh, are having a great uh, morning so far. Yeah, definitely, of course. And so for all of our listeners, could you give an overview of your background in talent in the early talent space? Yeah, of course. Uh, So I've been in recruiting for uh, almost six years now. And I started in recruiting, working for an agency, so really hiring for other companies, uh, specifically for IT positions. So I started doing IT recruiting. And then uh, prior to Royal, uh, my experience is, uh, has been with executive recruitment. So really recruiting anywhere from directors, vice presidents, even some CEOs and some of the searches. So um, had some different experiences, and now uh, the big focus is early talent and interns. So uh, kind of a big shift going from uh, recruiting executives to interns, but I've loved it so far. And are the things that you've taken from your experience in executive recruitment that you brought into your role at Royal in, in the early talent space? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that the same principles apply to recruiting really any position or any type of talent. Um, I think the the thing that I've really noticed in the last few years of recruiting students and recent grads is that it takes attraction uh, to, to get them to uh, your company. So same with recruiting an executive or someone who is what we deem passive recruiting, someone who's not actively looking for a job or a position. Uh, it takes extra steps to be able to reach them and be able to show them what your company offers. And really in the last few years of, of campus recruiting and recruiting early talent is you see a similar uh, environment. Um, the, there's so many different companies out there. There's so many different options that students have now. Uh, it's really no longer the employers having an upper hand. It's really students who have a wealth of background and experience and can offer so much to companies. So there's really, I think, same level of attracting talent as I had previous through through executive recruitment. And I'm sure that everyone that's listening to this right now has heard of Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. I've been on a Royal Cruise myself, but could you give an overview of the company altogether, maybe the corporate side? Yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, so we are the second largest uh, cruise line in the world, and we're based out of Miami, Florida. It's where our corporate headquarters is. And uh, we do have, as you mentioned there, Royal Caribbean. Uh, it is the largest cruise brand in the world. So uh, we're the second largest cruise line because we have multiple brands. But Royal Caribbean International is actually the largest brand with the most ships. And when people think of Royal Caribbean, they usually think of that brand, which is Royal Caribbean International. Uh, but as a whole, we have four different brands that we fully own and operate. So we have Royal Caribbean International uh, that I just mentioned. We have Celebrity Cruises. And we also have Azamara Club Cruises. And then lastly, we acquired Silver Sea uh, last year. And those have different markets that they go after and different levels of 
luxury and, and, you know, different offerings as far as staying overnight or longer itineraries, but those are our four brands. And in total, we have 62 ships. So quite a few ships. And uh, as of earlier this year, we had 16, we do have ship, 16 ships on order. So quite a few more to come. And uh, uh, we also do go to a thousand different destinations. So we go to a lot of different places as a company. And something that many people listening may not know of is we do have a focus within destinations specifically. So yeah, we do call to a thousand different destinations, but we actually do have some of our own private destinations and private islands, uh, which are a pretty cool emerging part of our business. And, and how has Royal Caribbean innovated and really grown as an organization? Because it seems like they're rapidly expanding. Yeah, it's, it's a great point. And I think we're going to continue to innovate given the current climate. Uh, I, I would say uh, first and foremost in the last few years has been technology, just as any company would. But we have a, a new department, uh, which is called Digital, which is, falls under our Excalibur project. And they're uh, dedicated to our digital experience uh, and our guest digital experience. And they've helped implement and used a lot of analytics. They've used a lot of AI used a lot of working with our mobile app uh, to develop an amazing uh, guest experience. And some of that's even uh, as, as, as cool and crazy as having facial recognition coming off of our ships and going on our ships. And some of those things will be, become even more prevalent as uh, the new uh, environment shapes itself. Uh, but just some cool features of being able to you know, order food or do reservations on an app to be able to um, have a better experience through uh, their whole journey as a guest. And what's funny is we, we coined this term from car to bar experience. And a handful of years ago, it used to take over an hour and a half to get out of maybe your, your taxi or driving to the port and getting onto the cruise ship and at a bar to have a drink uh, to celebrate getting on the ship. It used to take about an hour and a half to do that, just with paperwork, a lot of manual processes, things like that. And with our app and with our technology, we've been able to reduce that down to like eight to 10 minutes. So it's, it's been streamlined, makes someone's experience so much better. And I think just innovating through technology is really important. Um, we even have uh, a huge focus and investment in, in innovation, specifically with our hardware, our ships. And we have a $20 million innovation lab. That's kind of a top secret lab in our Miami offices. And uh, that's a big investment for us. But I think more than anything, our investment in people is what's most important. Uh, we have a $300 million new, new office coming uh, in Miami in the next uh, couple of years here. So uh, innovation is great with technology and with different products that we have, but ultimately it's people that are going to drive all that innovation and, and growth as a company. With such a large company, what is the culture like at Royal Caribbean or, or the values that you all carry on a day-to-day? Yeah, that's great. Uh, our, one of our, our, our values uh, with one of our cruise lines with Royal Caribbean International is friendly, passionate, and committed. And so that's what they carry both in and out of the offices, but also on our ships. Uh, I love those three words. I think you can see that in our culture, and that is exclusive to one of our brands, and we have similar values across the company. But I would say from my experience of being at Royal for now three and a half years uh, is seeing the focus on collaboration. Uh, I, I would say that the cruise industry as a whole is one of the most complex industries. You literally have 
uh, a floating city at this point um, in all different operations. And now we have 60 plus different ships. So it's very complex uh, industry and you're dealing with really, uh, we have employees across 150 different countries. Um, You know, you have moving targets that are across the the, the world at, at all points of time. And so it really requires collaboration and communication with different teams. And I think any company would really require teamwork and collaboration as is being important, but I think it's very evident uh, within our teams. I mean, you have naval architects working with, you know, food and beverage managers, and you have, uh, you know, we have uh, really complex uh, projects to build these ships that take several years, and you need uh, some really smart people, but people that are really willing to work with each other. So collaboration is key. Uh, I would say just having a spirit of excellence is very evident too, uh, whether it's our mobile app, whether it is our shipbuilding, or even in finance. I think people are really dedicated to trying to be an industry leader. And I think we've shown that uh, so far. And I think it's extremely evident if you go on one of our ships, as you've mentioned, uh, the experience you get as a guest is usually top notch. And we care so much about the guest experience and uh, trying to serve our guests and, and have really hopefully the best few days or best week of someone's year. And I think that's evident when you get to um, either step into our offices or step onto one of our ships. And would you say that students that are interning with Royal Caribbean are going to embrace and really feel these values firsthand? Yeah, I'd absolutely say so. Uh, Within uh, the context of of being here for maybe 10 or 11 weeks, uh, you know, you'd be thrown into a team and you'd be assimilated as part of that team, just like another employee. And uh, what's what's very evident is in those projects, you get to see the type of challenges that we face as a company and barriers that we overcome. And I think without a doubt that you'll, you'll see it in each and every person, how they can u- uniquely innovate in their different areas and uh, be committed to excellence. So I think it is going to be something that's very easily seen. And whether it's, you know, hopping in different meetings or even hearing from our leadership team, uh, you know, we've, we've been having weekly webinars with our CEOs and different brand presidents. And you can just see the culture from our leadership down, how much they care for the guests, how much they care for the, uh, you know, the employees that we have. And uh, I think it just bleeds throughout all the different managers, all different departments. And I, yeah, I think it'd be very evident for someone to see. Chip, can you please explain tactful persistence? Because this is something in a phrase that you've coined with your experience throughout recruiting and, and really kind of how that applies to students that are looking and searching through the internship process. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's kind of a funny term that I thought of to describe how some students are more successful at uh, kind of getting in front of an employer uh, of choice. And for me, I realized that there are a handful of students that really are able to do this well. You're able to stand out and be really consistent, but not really overstepping bounds. Uh, and I think it's in, in some funny analogy, almost like dating in a way. You don't want to be kind of uh, stalkerish. You don't want to be over the top, uh, but you do want to show your interest. And so for me, that's like, you know, when, when we go on campus or if we're doing something virtually or, or trying to have some type of event to uh, you know, inform students of our opportunities, uh, a lot of times I'll see some consistent faces and consistent names that will show up. And I think that's really imp- important to be what I call tactfully persistent. You're, you're kind of strategically being consistent. You're showing up to different events that we have, different career fairs, um, you know, reaching out at kind of a, a 
a comfortable cadence. For me, that's like, you know, if someone sends an email every day checking in on what's going on or, if, you know, if they can be hired or if they're being considered, uh, it's a little bit over the top. But if you do it maybe every few weeks or every month through a recruiting season and you keep showing up year after year or month after month, whatever the time frame is, I think it's really important that students are able to, um, to stay consistent, stay persistent, but at the same time not be overbearing. And I, th I think that that's been really attractive um, for not only myself, but hiring managers to see that students are very interested and engaged and passionate about the company and will keep showing up. And I think that will, in the long term, it shows that someone is committed to a company and will likely be loyal in the long run and, and to hopefully add a lot of value to the company. And Chip, a question the students always ask, are there so many different avenues and channels that people are utilizing to recruit? What ways would you say are best for a current college student to get in touch with you or one of your team members as they're trying to be tactfully persistent? Yeah, I think there's going to be a, a, lot, a lot more easier ways to connect now virtually. Uh, and so I think as, as we see the fall and spring open up, there's going to be a lot more ways that we're going to see probably virtual webinars or maybe virtual career fairs. And it's going to be easier for both employers to uh, be present at multiple campuses and schools. And so it may open up the opportunity to connect with, with employers. Uh, I, I would say, regardless, probably the, the thing that we use the most is through LinkedIn. And I think LinkedIn is, is pretty powerful in its capability to connect with people for students to be able to really like, publicly show their resume. And so for me, that's something... Uh, myself and our team is, is consistently on is, is through LinkedIn and searching and so it's really important even if you're a freshman and maybe you don't have any type of internship experience or you're you know you're two months into college I think it's important to create one at least have your name up there and being familiar with what the environment is and make some connections uh, but I would say LinkedIn's very huge uh, any type of event or, or, or you know career fair or webinar that you can go to is super helpful too to get your name in front of an employer uh, and also uh, making sure you're very familiar with other uh, avenues, uh, things like Handshake, which a lot of employers or a lot of universities use as a job board. Um, some universities market it very well and they even require students to have an account. Uh, some have it, but don't really communicate a lot about it. But it's important to know what your career site is uh, as a student in your school and make sure you're on that and get familiar with that as soon as you can. I think it's going to be super vital to make sure you're able to understand what companies are recruiting there, what opportunities would be available for someone in, in your major, in your background, and uh, being able to, to see like when they're posting and you really want to be able to apply, you know, as soon as you can. So I think it's really important to, um, to be focused in, in those areas. I'm a student. I've accepted an internship with Royal Caribbean. What can I expect? You mentioned that I'm working with a team and there may be some leadership exposure opportunities, but what, what can I expect if I'm, if I'm interning with Royal Caribbean? Yeah. Now, that's a great question. And first and foremost, it would be a summer in Miami, Florida. And uh, I've been here for about five years down in South Florida, and I absolutely love it down here. So first and foremost, I think that's kind of unique. Uh, there are definitely some great programs down here, but uh, an internship with Royal Caribbean would be here in Miami, Florida, in one of our offices. Now, I would say a second expectation would be around community. That's something I really try to focus on as you know, overseeing the program is trying to build community amongst the interns. And uh, we try to do events uh, at least every two weeks, if not every week, and have some type of value add to them, whether that's a you know, social event that we have, uh, some type of ice cream social, or uh, you know, going to see a, a Miami Marlins game together, 
um, or doing a barbecue, or maybe it's, you know, hearing from one of our executives speak. Um, we've even had, we've been trying to add um, more personal value add to even having something about personal finance, how to manage your student loans and things like that. So we do try to add value in a lot of different areas, socially and professionally and personally. Uh, and then uh, I think the expectation too is you to be able to learn about the industry itself. I think a lot of people, even myself, before coming into Royal, didn't truly understand the industry. Um, I, you get the general census that obviously we have, you know, vacations and we offer vacations, but you get in those 10 or 11 weeks a full understanding of how we operate, how we operate as a business and, uh, you know, how we stay competitive. So I think having that industry knowledge will be really important and how Royal plays a part in that. And uh, we also try to have some creative events. We have, uh, you know, what's exclusive to us is that we can do ship tours, which are pretty exciting. We've had behind the scenes tours with all of our interns of going, seeing the back of the house and how we make, you know, thousands of meals every day. And also going even up to the bridge, which is a pretty exclusive area where our captain is and where they control the ship. And so um, we get to have experiences like that. And we even had uh, an event, our beer and brainstorm event. And we hold these as a company every quarter typically. And it's for anyone to show up and offer ideas to our, uh, to some of our leadership. And it could be crazy outlandish ideas uh, and what they do is they put them up on the board and they just run with the ideas and they kind of like, you have other people share and maybe add a, a different piece to it. And so it's really just generating that innovation. And we got to do this with our interns. We had our own intern specific beer and brainstorm day uh, and it was a lot of fun. So I think it's just going to be able to have one, a great experience here in Miami, uh, ideally having some great community, some great industry knowledge, and then just some fun, fun, exciting events that you may not get elsewhere. And you mentioned the size of your program around 100 interns typically. Are what what majors or experiences are you all hiring? Because most people probably don't know that there are so many different backgrounds that can come to the cruise industry and really make an impact. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's kind of funny is like with most companies, you kind of forget that they all need major functions, no matter what their industry is. So just like any company, we, we do have a very strong finance department. We have a strong uh, IT department looking for software engineers. We have uh, a brand new department that kind of emerged in the last year through uh, AI and data analytics. And uh, they've been focused on really how, how to utilize enterprise AI across the business. Uh, we have uh, interns that are focused on naval architecture. So some very niche backgrounds and experience. Interns in marketing, uh, you know, web designers, project management, uh, we even had backgrounds in psychology. Uh, we've had, um, you know, a, a unique background and diverse group of students. And as you mentioned there, we typically do hire right around 100 students to be based down here in South Florida. And we do hire mostly juniors, I would say, but we have hired sophomores and even seniors in some cases. But predominantly, we, we look to hire juniors for our, our internship program. I'm a student and I'm looking to differentiate myself in the application process for a Royal Caribbean internship. What advice would you give me? Yeah, uh, that's a great point. I think we get this question a lot. And I would say, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I think it's important that you do uh, connect and try to find them where they're going on campus. So whether it's Royal Caribbean or another company you're looking for, try to connect with them physically uh, on, on campus. And, um, one thing that, and that's really how can I get your name in front of the application process is just physically showing up and attending certain events. 
Um, one thing that we look for, I would say is ideally would be some type of previous internship experience or experience within a student organization. Um, and so that's pretty important to have. Definitely not a requirement. And I'm sure there's some sophomores heading into their junior year that may not have an internship. And I think that's totally okay. It's not a requirement by any means, but it's a benefit to know you have some type of internship experience in any type of environment. And uh, I would say the student organization piece, that's really up to your control, right? You're able to control how much you want to get engaged. And if you want to take leadership roles within the student organization, I think that will really help you both explain different experiences that you have and uh, be able to apply some of that into your interview process and application process and also stand out when we're looking through resumes. And I think with that, the other piece that is helpful, and it, it, this depends on your function and kind of your background, but most schools do have different companies visiting to have different case competitions, usually for business students, but typically anyone can usually join those or hackathons for maybe tech, technical students. And for most of those cases, any student can really join those. And I think it's important that, you know, maybe you're not able to land an internship the summer before or have a lot of experience, but you definitely will have the, the opportunity to do some type of competition or other projects or hackathons, things like that, that will help your resume stand out to show that at least you're, you're going down this path or you're interested in gaining more experience. And then, <clears throat> go ahead. I would say the other piece is uh, also just keep checking online too. So I think it's important, the timing, and we usually begin posting jobs in August and September, and uh, we do continue to post throughout the year. So August, September, all the way until really January, February, we continue to post jobs. So it's important too to, to be able to make sure you don't miss any opportunities to continue to stay on things like LinkedIn or Handshake or your school job portal uh, uh, or our career site are going to be really important to keep you in front of the, the applicant pool. And students are working with teams. They're immersed in the culture and it feels like they're really going to understand the industry once they're leaving an internship. Chip, what are some key takeaways that you want a student to leave a Royal Caribbean internship with? Yeah, <clears throat> that's really, really vital, I think, to anyone considering an op opportunity. And I would say there's really three things that would be uh, important. Uh, the first one being a favorable internship experience. So ideally, we would love to have every intern return uh, to work to, to Royal Caribbean. And we had um, about 60% of our uh, previous class be converted into full-time roles. And uh, we're looking to stay there or even increase that number in the years to come. Uh, but regardless of the ability for them to stay full-time, uh, I want every intern, our team wants every intern to have a favorable intern experience. And we do a pretty thorough survey at the end around uh, if they recommend the internship to another friend. And we also have interns rate from one to five uh, what their experience was, just their overall experience. And uh, this past summer, we had um, interns that rated us uh, an average right around 4.8 out of five. And also, uh, all of them recommended the internship that's, you know, to someone. And so for us, we want to continue on that success of having everyone enjoy their experience and leave with a favorable outlook on cruising in general, but also Royal Caribbean and really desire to come back here. And even if they don't, uh, one thing I want to make sure the second point there is really experience just to take anywhere. So whether it is Royal Caribbean or not, I want the interns to be able to leave with experience they can take somewhere else, uh, whether it's in finance or IT 
or even just you know some best practices of how to uh, you know how to operate in a corporate environment and through email and different etiquette and meeting, meetings and things like that. So regardless, I want to make sure that they have a great experience. They have uh, actual work experience to take somewhere else. Uh, and third, I'd say just being able to understand themselves better. Uh, and I think that's what an internship is about. You, you get to get a flavor of what a company is like and if you can envision yourself working there. But I think you also get a great understanding of what you what you enjoy, what maybe you don't like as much, and also seeing like what are your strengths, right? And when different areas that you actually really think that you may be great at and you can kind of refocus and recalibrate your search for the future. And I think that's a that's hopefully what a student would leave understanding themselves better um, as a professional and really just personally. Chip, we've learned so much today about Royal Caribbean, the company, as well as your your internship program and the experience that you all are are delivering. Is there anything else you would want to share with our student listeners out there about Royal, the company, or about your internship program that that we haven't covered or that you just want to leave students with? Yeah. Uh, Well, I would say just more general advice just to any students listening. Uh, One is is don't panic right now. and the job market right now is a little bit unique. It's a little scary right now. Uh, there's a lot of changes happening. And so I think just first and foremost, don't panic. Uh, to have patience during this time, uh, you know, the internship programs, you know, some have been reduced uh, in, in the past handful of months. And uh, also just companies in general have not been hiring as much. And I think that will change very soon. I think we're already starting to see things turn around. And I do believe they will turn around quickly. Uh, but having patience in the meantime, and I think no one's going to hold it against you if you weren't able to get an internship for a certain year because of the economy and things like that. So I think just being able to, to have patience, which is very difficult to have, and knowing that things are going to be all right. And, um, you know, in, in my experience uh, through my time through college, I never had an internship. Uh, I never I went to a, to a corporate environment, anything like that. And I used to do construction and worked and did manual labor for, for four summers. Uh, and I still ended up having some type of you know, career um, uh, after school. And not that that isn't a career, but having a, a career that aligned with my interest and what I wanted to do. And so for me, I think it's, it's okay if things don't work out right now. I think things can, can pan out very well for you. And I still believe for anyone listening that the, the best is still yet to come in your career. And I think, you know, as a reflect in my professional career, but even personally, just about every time life has thrown a curveball uh, at me, uh, it's turned out better than I could have asked or or imagined in the future. So I think it's just being able to have that patience and just knowing that things are going to turn around um, and you'll be able to find your perfect internship and your perfect career uh, in, in the near future. Chip, thanks so much for sharing such valuable information with all of our students today. Of course. Thanks so much for having me, Parker. I really appreciate it. Thanks again to Chip from Royal Caribbean Cruises for sharing the innovation and growth within their company, the size and scope of their internship program, and his theory of tactful persistence. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd love for you to give us a rating or review about the show. To listen to all of our shows and get updates on future ones, check out our website, theinternshipshow.com. This episode was brought to you by Scholars. Scholars matches college students and employers for internships and entry-level jobs based on skills, experiences, and interests. Stay tuned for another great episode of The Internship Show, and we will see you all next time.